Okay, episode two. Awesome. We're back. <gasps> oh my gosh, I just spilled the coffee. I just spilled all that hard work. <laughs> <laughs> no. Pausing That's the podcast. So sad. <laughs> Jason. And together we believe in intentional dreaming for international living. But for now, we enjoy our small town island life, playing games and cooking foods of all types. But most of all, we enjoy traveling to new places. And as we plan to move overseas one day, we hope to use this time to share our transition and experiences along the way. Episode two. And we're back. Take two. Take two. I spilled my coffee the first time. Yeah, we didn't get too far into it. On the floor. It's kind of my fault. Because I told you not to put it on the table. Well, I do hit the table quite often, so... We shared our first episode with, like, four people. Mm-hmm. And, um... What was that? That was my phone that <laughs> I, I you said, said I needed to put on silent. I thought you did silent. <laughs> okay. Pause. Take three. So, um, we're going to talk a little bit today about some of our travels. Actually, we're going to do that over the next four episodes, I believe. Yeah. We were trying to decide how to get into doing our podcast and what are things that we enjoy talking about. And right now, since our lives are still kind of in transition and they're still somewhat boring, (laughs) just with we both work and we don't have any kids, um, we thought, well, let's talk about some of our travels. I don't think that's why our lives are boring. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's just because we're boring. (laughs) No, we're not. You posted on Facebook that picture last night, us watching the GOP debate with wine and working. Yeah, that was kind of boring. Actually, wine is not boring. And the GOP debate, we're like honoring our government in our country by watching that. So we could just say we're patriotic. Boring and patriotic. Yeah. Both. The only problem was that it was on a Saturday night and not on like a Tuesday night. Yeah. Well, Tuesday night was the caucuses. No, Monday night was the caucuses. So the government claimed two nights of our last week. Yeah. Because we caucused on Monday. Right. The New Hampshire ones are... Tuesday. Right. That was not in our life updates to talk about, but no, I should include that because that was my first time to caucus. Yeah. First time ever. If you don't know, I am from Louisiana, um, born and raised. Jason is from Iowa. Louisiana doesn't do caucuses. So, or if they do, I have not been present for them. No, I think I was the only one that does a caucus. Okay. Um, yeah. So I was very clueless as to what these are and how they're done. And I think I've heard, heard of them before, but mm. I wasn't even sure what they were. Yeah. For some reason, Iowa is first. And I don't know why. I'm sure there's a good reason. And I kind of think they won't be. We won't be much longer. We should just do a national primary instead of this state-by-state stuff. Yeah, a caucus is just like a town hall meeting where everyone gets together and kind of publicly decides and talks about candidates instead of just kind of your normal blind election where you show up sometime during the day and cast a vote. It's more community-based, which I think is fun and more uh, interactive. Yeah, I'd have to agree. And people ask me, how was your first caucus since I'm not from Iowa? And I actually thought it was probably one of the most um, beneficial things that I've done when it comes to any type of presidential campaign, Um, at least for myself. Makes you feel more involved 
Definitely. Yeah. Because you go, you have to be a registered voter. You have to be registered to a party. So we went and I was, you weren't. So you had to register. I was registered as an independent. Oh, yeah. yeah. You go and you get to see who else in your community kind of lines up with what what you um, believe, at least as far as the government goes and Mm -hmm. some of their standings, some of their points. And then you actually vote there on a piece of paper. All we did is we were given a piece of paper and uh, we had to borrow a pen because we did not bring a pen. And we wrote our names down. Oh, after we heard people speak. Not our names. The (laughs) name of the candidate we want to vote for. The name of the candidate. Yeah. But after people spoke about them. Yeah. And then we turned them in and we watched them count the votes. So we sat there for like another 10 minutes while they counted up the votes and then... Wrote them on a chalkboard. Marker board. Marker board. Yeah. And so you actually got to see like the numbers of people who voted in the room. So Mm -hmm. even if you thought nobody would vote for those candidates, there actually were people who would vote for some of those candidates and more than you probably thought. So it was was really interesting. Yeah, and really prone to abuse if you wanted to. She's not exaggerating. They literally gave us a white little piece of paper to write a name in and then stuck in a cardboard box. Like you could have done like 10 of them if you knew ahead of time to bring your own paper. No, they, well, some people had special papers at their caucuses. We didn't. We did not. But they, they're watching the boxes as you turn them in. I turned in three. No, you did not. Yeah, I turned in mine, yours, and the lady next to you. Oh, that is right. And nobody noticed. Yep, that is right. There's an older lady sitting next to us. So I could have done three for myself. Yeah, her husband was not having it to turn his in with ours. (laughs) She was totally happy to sit there and give us her her piece of paper, which we did not look at, and turn it in. Because we were sitting in the middle of all the seats in the middle of the row, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I, so I, I really liked it. I thought this is actually beneficial and it makes me want to go vote more in the future because it felt like a vote that I just made, even though I just wrote it on a piece of paper, mattered more. Yeah. But it's you've done this before, right? Yeah, twice in the last two presidential cycles. But I was in a different town both times. And it feels different because I didn't really know anybody in the room and I was just a college student and didn't really feel part of the community but here we knew more people there we're a little more involved in the community and so it felt more like like a home thing well it's just a small it yeah there were kind of in between bigger cities 300 people there yeah it was just a smaller or less I don't quite remember yeah I could look at the picture of the votes but yeah, I liked it. I just liked it because these are people who live like next door to us. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think literally. Pretty much everywhere in this town is next door. <laughs> yeah. If we can walk, if I can run a circle around the city, then everyone's our neighbor. Well, like I, a really small you six can mile run a lot. circle. Yeah. And that six, six miles mile, is not small. Yeah, well, but that six mile circle sometimes has a loop in it so that I can make it six miles. I ran like four blocks yesterday. Not yesterday. <laughs> earlier last week and was like, this is, I'm done. Yeah. So we differ in our exercise <laughs> routines. I love to run most of the time. Sometimes it's hard for me to get out. I grew up running. My mom, Running from or running to? Both. Can I say? I'm not sure. My mom would take us out and we would go as a family and we would run together and we thought our mom was crazy, but my mom liked to run too. And it was a way that um, she kind of relieved stress and 
kept fit and we've just kind of always done it. So as we were growing up in junior high and high school, we, we all ran in cross country. So even if we didn't really want to, it was kind of like what we did. Um, and there's just good community there. We had a really great team and we just really enjoyed running with each other. So I have a desire to, to run these races and it is not a desire of Jason's whatsoever. Nope. So, um, running circles around Huxley is not his thing. No, not at all. (laughs) There were two things that we definitely said since the beginning of January we wanted to work on. Eating better and Mm. exercising more. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And we both just approached those differently. Yeah. At least the eating. I was going to say not the eating. Sorry, that's what I meant. Oh. The eating's the same. Yeah, we eat the same. But the exercise looks a lot different. It does look a lot different. And most of the time, it's not together. Um, Almost all the time, it's not together. Yeah. We don't exercise well together, um, mostly because I tend to do more intensive, longer times of exercises, and yours tend to look intensive, short times together. The last time we exercised together, you were running on the treadmill while I was sitting next to you at the table. (laughs) Because we both wanted to watch the same TV show while you worked out. <laughs> I think that would be an example of where running is what I wanted to do. And it always takes longer than weight training sometimes. Yeah, but and I don't do weight training. I do prisoner workout. Oh my gosh. Do you want to tell them what that is? For some reason, I found this thing. I think maybe my brother sent it to me a while back. And it has like these these exercises for prisoners i guess and they're all like uh body weight exercises. or if you were ever confined to one room and couldn't get out yeah but they're like body weight exercises so you you start and i think there's eight of them you start with like push-ups and like the very basic one is i can't remember for sure but something like on your knees push-ups and you just do a couple you eventually work up to like one-handed push-ups from I don't know. Just no, nothing. From nothing. With the pinky. You end, up, you end up being able to do a push-up with a pinky. But they're all all like this, that you, like, progress through. There's, like, handstands where you initially are doing, like, this squatty handstand thing. And then eventually you work all the way up to one-handed, like, vertical push-ups. I'm... Okay, one-handed, not a pinky. I'm not able to do that yet. Um, you will be though. Yeah. One of the one of the things about the workout that I like it, when it, like reading through it, you think, well, that's never possible. That would take me years to be able to do. And the guy's comment is, well, you plan on being two years older sometime. Why not be ridiculously strong when you get there? <laughs> or something. So I think it's fun. Yeah. There, there's a quote that says, um, "In a year, you wish you would have started today." Yeah. I can't remember. Who. Something like that. I'll find it and we put it in the show notes. I guess with transitioning overseas, one of the goals I had um, starting off in the year was to start decluttering our house and getting Mm -hmm. rid of things, which is just a process for me. It probably has driven you insane because I'm like, let's just get rid of it. And you're like, we still live here. It hasn't driven me insane. You just want to get rid of all my books. I wanted to get rid of my books, too. In my office. In our house. Yeah. I think, um, as you can see, we've had different opinions on it. Um, but I'm actually, we did do that yesterday. Yes, we did. Technically, I did it. And then I said, here's 
here's the books of yours that I pulled that I didn't think you would want anymore or didn't care if Mm -hmm. we got rid of. Why don't you go through them and decide if you still want to keep them and we'll just put them back out in the bookshelf. We had two bookshelves in your office and I wanted to get rid of one and it has opened up the space a lot and I feel a lot better about it. So the reason that I brought that up is because we sift through things differently and I think that you're just, you have a really easy time to go through things and just get rid of them and not think about them again. I, on the other hand, have to like sift through and I find all these things that I forgot that I have and there is some sentimental value to them. And so I want to like keep them because I still like them, but I get rid of quite a bit of stuff. And then I have a couple of months and I'm like, this is still a lot of stuff. I need to go through it again. And that second time I actually sift through like even more things. So I might get rid of another 50% of it. And then I wait another month or two and then I sit through it again. Um, or I just, I'm okay with, with getting rid of it. I can take pictures of it or I can figure out something else to do with it. I just need time. And so I do better with sifting earlier so that I can get rid of more by the time we leave. Yeah. So it's a process. I've done it six times since I graduated college and every time I've gotten rid of more and more of my like childhood memories and there's a bunch of them. Yeah. I'm just trying to be proactive with it. So I'm not having a meltdown before we leave about where to put our stuff. And yeah. I don't want to be held by our stuff, but I have a hard time with it. So, well, the real reason we were recording this podcast was to talk about some of our travels. Yeah. We thought we'd take a few episodes and talk about our travels in 2015. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the first ones, what we were going to talk about today, was back in May, right? May? Yep, May 2015. Yep. We we both had work trips and... Back to back. Back to back. One week we spent in San Francisco and the next week we spent in Boston. Boston. Um, my trip was with uh, one of my clients, an orthodontics company that was making some software for orthodontist stuff. And there's a big orthodontist conference every year. This year it was in San Francisco. The year prior it was in New Orleans, um, in Louisiana, where Katie's from. I and say, it was, because I wish that I could have gone and we had yeah. no vacation. We had just gotten married. It was We're literally a month, vacation. one month after we got married, I left for a week to go to New Orleans. It was miserable. Good and miserable. So gave us yeah. a little break and made us miss each other because we had been together a lot. And yeah. it was also good for you to go down there and work with your clients. But mm-hmm. I really wanted to go to Louisiana, but we were about to go the next month. There was just a yeah. lot going But it was on. cool. I'd never been until I got to go to Cafe Dumont in the French Quarter and Bourbon Street and have some shrimp and grits. And, and just send lots of food pictures back to your wife who mm-hmm. was jealous. Yeah, that's maybe something to note. When I was going through, like, preparing for this, looking through our notes, we're going to talk a lot about food and restaurants. Mm-hmm. And part of the problem is that's a lot of what we do when we travel is mm-hmm. revolves around what cool places can we eat? What things should we eat and do? I think some of that stems from, well, one, we like food. But two, mm-hmm. we don't live in a an area that is extremely diverse in their food options. And so anytime we can get some food that's not in our area, we are all for it. But we also like it more than most other things. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what we we tend to value more than other things that we do is going to cool restaurants or getting cool food. 
Yeah. That I'm going to talk about. I have a list of those today. So yeah. So anyway, this orthodontics conference was in New Orleans in 2014, and it was in San Francisco in 2015. And so Katie and I decided to go to both together. So she came along with me to San Francisco, and then I came along with her to to Boston. We've mm-hmm. really taken advantage of that. Um, we had differing opinions on it when we first got married. Did we? Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I think it was more a differing on should we spend the money or not. Um, oh. Mostly because we do believe in like budgeting our money and preparing for travel, and so we like to save up our money before we go so that we're not in debt from our travels. Right. Okay. And so some of it was the me. First- me kind of dragging my feet, deciding whether to go or not. Yeah. I I didn't say that. No, I just did. <laughs> Right. But I don't, it was actually wise of you because I tend to be in a, this is our only opportunity to ever do anything um, like this and we need to take it. And who mm-hmm. cares if we have the savings or We'll not. just make it work. Yeah. I'm always a lighthearted, let's make it work um, because this is our only opportunity. And that is not always the wisest choice to make. Um, mm-hmm. And we were just newly married. The first, so my work conference <laughs> that we went to in Boston also happens every year. And we had gone to San Diego. Oh, yeah. I yeah, forgot about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, so the year before in 2014 in May, um, we did go to my work conference together. Uh Um, and that was in San Diego. And that trip was a hard one for us. It was good, but it was also hard because we had to learn how to travel together. And we have learned, I think, a lot about how we make decisions about money, how we make decisions about what we want to do when we're there. Um, and, um, I've learned how to present things better to you. And if, if I want to do several events, like here's how much it's going to cost and this would be our total budget. And I think it's just better because if I just come to you with a bunch of ideas and just say, hey, um, we should do all of these things and we have there's no price to them and we don't know how much they're going to cost, then... Mm-hmm. Or how much we want to spend right. overall. Yeah. yeah. We just have to do a little bit more preparing. I tend to be like, well, it's the only time we can do them and we're a little bit behind, so we should just pay the price. <laughs> He's like, or we could just find something else cheaper. and Or we just have differing opinions about what we want to do. And I think it's better for us if we be proactive in the budget and we talk about how much we think it's going to cost. And mm-hmm. then we can kind of decide if it's worth it to do certain things or not. Yeah. I had forgotten about San Diego. <laughs> yeah. There were some good things about it. There, was some, there were some there really some good things. things. Yeah. Like using our free Uber credit. On like a black SUV limo or wasn't a limo. <laughs> Instead yeah. of like the cheap car, we picked the most expensive car because we didn't know what we were doing. Okay. And the a- driver was like, is it only you two? <laughs> yeah. Are we going to pick up somebody mm, else? Yes. And we're like. And we're um, going like six blocks and it's $20. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, San Francisco. Back to that. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a Airbnb place, which I think if I remember right, was again cheaper than than the hotels because part of it when when we have these conferences there's at least the the orthodontic one there's like thousands and thousands of people coming to these conferences they're huge and so all of the hotels get booked and the prices are really expensive and so i think it was i can't remember for sure but they were going to spend like three hundred dollars for a hotel room for me a night which maybe that normal for crazy. most people, but we live in the middle of nowhere, Iowa. So three. Maybe it wasn't three hundred. Maybe it was two hundred. I don't know. But we ended up getting this Airbnb place for way less than that. Yeah, it was like and it's, less than two hundred. You know, a, f- a full 
like studio apartment had a kitchen bathroom washing machine living room bedroom all of this stuff but the thing that was kind of funny about this one was it's like literally a guy's apartment that when he rents it out he like goes and stays with a friend or his girlfriend or something i don't remember and so his closet's full of his clothes and which we just shut like we yeah shut the closet yeah door. but some some of these airbnb places are like like the one we stayed in in San Diego, he rents it just for the purpose of having Airbnb people come into it. Nobody lives there day to day. Right. Um, but this one was his apartment. Yeah. It's just a little bit odd when like someone's knickknacks are like shoved in a cabinet somewhere. It's not weird. It's just... No, you get used to it. You just get over it. Yeah, you wasn't just there, get over it. Wasn't his clothes still in the dryer? Oh, I think something was. I don't think he. <laughs> I don't think he knew. So we just yeah. like put it somewhere else, and like I folded them, and um, it was just like a couple of things, maybe some towels that he his was underwear. trying to. No, there wasn't any underwear. <laughs> so, anyways, it it made it really handy. Um, usually, we've had really good luck. It takes a lot of like searching and checking out reviews and. Um, but we've had really good luck so far with Airbnb. Yeah. So it was a great place. It was a great location. The only bummer was that there was some construction going on on our street. Yeah. And it did seem a little bit out of the way. Yeah, it was It was not a great location necessarily. Um, it was downtown. Yeah, it was, it was, I think, on the border of, like, cool downtown and not so great downtown. Scary downtown. Yeah. Like, if you walked one way... The street was full of, like, homeless people. If you walk the other way, it was fine. Yeah, and it, not that we have a problem with homeless people. It was just a different culture, I think. Like, Yeah, I don't mean that in a bad way. Just, like, the homeless people don't hang out in the ritzy parts of cities. And it's just kind of more run down and more... Yeah, it was, a, it was just a different feel whenever we walked one way and then when we walked another. Yeah. Part of the reason we got it, because it was fairly close to the convention center where mm-hmm. this conference was. And so it, I could walk there every day. It was, I can't remember, four or five blocks away. Um, but on the route there was a marijuana store. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't think I remember that. Yeah, it was called like... Oh, no, I do remember. Green something. I don't and remember the name of it. had like a little lift that you could take out. Yeah, you had to like show ID or something to get into it. But that's the first... first pot store i've ever seen for you but yeah i had been to san francisco before um and i went when i was in high school and i had a great time and i was super excited to take you i had never to, been to go with you and i think my first experience was just really different than what we we experienced that time mm-hmm. um because i went in the summer and there were like 300 other high school girls that were we all went for this like sports sampler thing that we did so we did tennis we did um rock climbing. We kayaked in the San Francisco Bay. Is this for Girl Scouts? Yes. I was a Girl Scout. I was like a grad... I'm a graduated Girl Scout. Like all the way up, got my gold award. Yeah. The Girl Scouts have these things called wider opportunities. I don't know if it's still around. I haven't been part of the Girl Scouts in a while, but I was able to do that and go to San Francisco. I was also able to go to the Winter Olympics in Utah. So Run by Mitt Romney. Sure. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just those, those are the ones to be saved. Oh, gosh. Thank goodness. So I think our, our experience was just different. It was cold. Um, we were only there for maybe four nights. Yeah, it was cold. It was very cold. And I, I guess this isn't Anything. like a surprise to anybody who knows about San Francisco. But in my mind, this is like California. This is 
awesome, warm, and we get there, and it's, like, cold and dreary and just disappointing. No, I think I had known that. I think that... I didn't. Okay. I'm nobody sorry. nobody told Maybe me. Maybe I should have. I didn't manage you. my expectations appropriately. Yeah, I um I really liked San Francisco when I went. I think I forgot how chilly it can be. Like even if it says it's 60 degrees, it's not a nice 60 degrees. It's a colder. Like there's a wind chill and it's windy and it was really windy when we went and really yeah. cold. It is the windy city. So I don't think we brought appropriate clothing choices. <laughs> It's not the Windy City. That's Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the Golden Gate City. Yeah. So let's talk about some things that we did. Yeah. We saw the Golden Gate Bridge. We did. That was a great choice. Oh, yeah. Of course. And we recommend it for anybody to go out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, we took a bus. We did. We used public there. transportation and went out there and saw the bridge and walked like halfway across it and then came back. And that day was probably the best day yeah, there, it was sunny, weather-wise. nice, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah, it was windy. Yeah, we have some pretty good pictures. We do. And it was just a gorgeous day. I'm really thankful that we went that first day because mm-hmm. it would not have been nice any other day. Was it the first day we were there? Yeah, because um, we weren't too sure on your schedule and we went to the oh, conference right. center to see if they needed you. And, and they didn't. They didn't because they weren't ready for you yet. And yeah, said, something about like unions have to set up everything. Like you can't do anything without a, a union person there. So they didn't really need me. Yeah. So we said, well, see ya. We're going to go hit, really far away from town. here and go, to the, go to the bridge. Because we just didn't know if we would have a big enough block of time with both of us to yeah. be able to go. Because you did have some long days yeah. of yeah. being there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did. We went to the San Francisco Bridge and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we did though, even before the bridge, was go to the flying falafel place. Mm. Oh my gosh, that was so good. I was looking at pictures just before this. Just looking at the pictures made me hungry. It's not even, there are no chairs. Like You can't sit there and no. it's a go get your food and eat it on the street. And it was awesome. It was. It was so good. We are fans of Mediterranean food. We're fans of most food. We are, but we really, we don't have a lot of Mediterranean food around us so anywhere we go any big city we go we that's like the first place we'll we'll go or we'll make sure we can work it in to have some type of mediterranean falafel falafel slash turkish food yep we went to the bridge saw the bay saw the rock alcatraz oh yeah it's called the rock sean connery that movie Mm -hmm. we saw it from distance we didn't go out to it yeah and i have yet to go out to it either it was we just couldn't do it because it requires like a whole morning or a whole day. Yeah, it's to probably go out a long time. Way. I also remember from that trip, it took us a while to figure out how to get back because we didn't know where the bus stopped. No, we knew where the bus stopped. There were like 10 other people who couldn't figure out how to get back either. It was, I will have to say that it, it is not super easy for tourists to come and use the public transportation system in San Francisco. Yeah. So I would say if you ever go, just take Ubers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or you can take buses. It's it's not that hard to figure out. We just couldn't to get there. wasn't hard. Yeah, but for some reason, Coming just back finding was... the bus stop or it took us a while to walk around and figure out the schedule. And yeah, but we weren't the only ones. There were quite a few other people who mm-hmm. were also struggling with that to get back. But that's the day that we ended up going taking the bus back. I think we went to the Fisherman's Wharf. 
Yeah. And then we walk down to Pier 39. Mm-hmm. Those aren't the same thing. I think those are different. Yes. Um, and we actually just kind of skimmed by the Fisherman's Wharf. We didn't even... Yeah. We kind of we saw it. it. <laughs> and I think we went, went ahead and decided Pier 39 would be something we would enjoy more. Yeah. We Which is there. just like a bunch of shops and... Knickknacks. And- on a pier. Yeah. Restaurants. Yeah. Just kind of a little touristy place mm-hmm. right on the bay. Yeah, and it was nice. I had gone there a couple of times when I went before and mm-hmm. loved it. Um, and this time, they're just we didn't need to buy anything, and it was kind of in between <laughs> meals. But we wanted mm-hmm. to eat chowder, so we had chowder. Yep, and that was delicious. Yeah, and it was like just like a chain restaurant, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't think, think it was, was anything called, special. No, I think it was called like Chowders. <laughs> and it came. You got chowder in a bread bowl, and that's what everybody ate. And it was good. And it was, it was really good. Yeah. And um, we saw the seals. Sea lions. Sea lions. Yeah. Those are different. Oh, okay. There's like a whole museum on them. And they really? had some... Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a small museum. But... Very small. Like in the bay, there's just 100, 200 sea lions just lying there, basking in the sun. But it was really windy mm-hmm. standing there. Yeah. And they also had some um, street performers, like a ma- magician that was out mm-hmm. there. So it was fun. We walked around for a, little, a couple, did a little a couple of laps and yep. moved on. Um, what else did we do? We went to Chinatown. We did. We were looking for dim sum. Yes. And we did not have any the whole time we were there. No. Mostly. And everyone said, get dim sum. Did they? Yes. I remember trying to figure out what the heck is dim sum. I'm still not sure if I even know. <laughs> But it, everyone just said it was so good. There's restaurants all over Chinatown with signs that say dim sum. And as best as I can tell, it's like like appetizers, dumplings, just like small portions of things that you just like a variety of dumplings. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But we did find a, a restaurant after walking around for a while. It was really good. I can't, I cannot remember. I th- I think it's the one where those two ladies sat beside us who are going to be in yeah. the, like, bridge-to-bridge race the next day. I'm yep. probably saying it wrong. The 6K that I thought I wanted to run, but I'm actually really glad I didn't because- Of the naked people. Yes, the naked people that were running it. <laughs> and it was just crazy. So I would it have- was crazy. I don't think I could have run that by myself without having you somewhere along the way. And yeah. you would have been at your conference. And so I'm really glad I didn't run that race. Well, we saw it in the morning. I wouldn't have been there yet because we were walking to that breakfast place oh, and yeah. like had to cross the street with all of these people running. And there are people in costumes and normal runner people and the naked people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a weird, weird race. It was like a Mardi Gras parade of runners. I've never seen a Mardi Gras parade. So. Well, that's what it's like. Okay. <laughs> that was um, was great. It was fun because then we'll talk about Boston here in a minute. Maybe. I feel like we're going pretty long. Yeah. Um, and we did Chinatown in both places. Yeah. The restaurant we went to in Chinatown in San Francisco, we were. I was using Yelp to try to find a good place and we were walking around and starting to get a little frustrated to, to find the right one. Do you remember that? No, yeah. I feel like that was in San Francisco. I think, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we find this place and I was like, we walked to a couple different ones and then we decide to go to this one and we go there and it's like empty. There's no people in line, but right next door, there's this other place that people were waiting in line and it seemed full. 
And so we decided, well, let's just wait in line instead of going to the empty place. And it was a great choice. It was. It, it was full for a reason. Yes. And it's, um, I mentioned those two ladies because we shared like a four person table with two other people. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just slightly awkward. Because it was, it was packed. Packed. Yeah. Like, but it was well worth the wait. It was. It was delicious. And the people beside us were really sweet. Yeah. Um, they even let us try their food. Yeah. And I think we shared ours with them. And so, mm-hmm. which I love sharing my food with people. And I just like looking at other people's food. And mm-hmm. saying, I think that's what I want. I have no idea what that is, but that's what I want. I remember these dumplings that were just- To am- die for. Yeah. Amazing. I'm sure we have a picture of them. Yeah, somewhere we always have pictures of food. So Katie likes taking pictures of our food before we eat it. It's just I just need to remember what we get. So that was a great choice. Chinatown was fun. It was. It's kind of we were just walking, and then all of a sudden we were in it. I feel like. Okay, so one other thing that I liked about San Francisco that we went to, we went to a coffee shop, and it was called um, Blue Bottle and Ritual. Or just Blue uh, Bottle Coffee Company shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was delightful, I thought. Yeah. You know, like the word. No, it's fine. Delightful. I don't know if I would characterize it that way. but Well, it was just all glass around the outside. Mm-hmm. There was lots of natural light. There are a lot of people there already for the time that we went in the morning. We just needed mm-hmm. something quick before you went to work. Yeah, I think you were going to... Your friend's church or something. Yeah. So instead of running the crazy naked race, we decided to <laughs> go to church. I went to church. You went to a conference. And the church that we went to is was started or we you had some to. friends. I went to. Had some friends from that I met whenever I was in Louisiana, which is kind of fun. But I went to their, their church. And um, yeah, the coffee shop we went to is, well, Blue Bottle. <laughs> and we got that. We got coffee. Mm-hmm. I got an amazing cappuccino and we got that belgian waffle yeah that we split i remember it being very expensive though oh for just getting coffee yeah and, and i like the waffle 13 dollars or something i don't i don't know if that was right or not but i just remember it being more expensive than i would have liked yeah most likely but i think that in general san francisco ended up being more expensive than we were planning planning on but there was another breakfast place that we went to. Mm-hmm. Dottie's. Dottie's Cafe. Dottie's. Yeah, that was that was fun. That was well worth every penny. Yeah. Didn't we go... We were going to go one morning. Was it the Blue Bottle morning? We were going to go there. And it wasn't and it was, or packed. I think it was too full and we didn't have time. And so we found this other place and went there. Yeah. And, this place and then was the next like day we went to Dottie's. Super close to our Airbnb. So we kept walking by it and there were tons of people outside all the time. And it yeah. said, we need to go there. Yeah, and it was great. And we did. And it was, we did get there early because mm-hmm. all the reviews said, get there early or you'll have to wait forever. Yeah. And we it sat was at just the like bar. Home style breakfast. And it was just cozy. Yeah. Yeah. And they serve coffee out of a mug that says Dottie's Cafe. And I love coffee out of a mug whenever I go places. And we're just huge breakfast people. We like breakfast. Yeah. So to have breakfast at a little cafe brunch place was really nice. And there's one other food place that we went to. Uh, the foreign cinema. Yes. <laughs> the food was good. The food wasn't bad, right? I think the overall lesson that I learned from it is that unless we're in agreement on going someplace nice and spending a chunk of change on dinner food, just don't do it. Yeah. 
And I say that for myself because this is where I bring back in having different expectations for the trip and deciding on what we spend our money on. Yeah. And this isn't all your fault. I think part of it is probably a lot of it is my fault. But this bill, the bill for this place turned out to be like twice as expensive as we were thinking or planning or hoping. I don't know. Well, I think the thing was is that I wanted to go to a nice place in none of the places that I was suggesting you wanted to go to because they were all pricey. And I just wanted to have one really nice dinner while we were there because Mm -hmm. all these places were highly reviewed and everyone said they were great and we're only in San Francisco once in our entire life because you know that's how I view things and that's not true. And so I thought foreign cinema was highly recommended by lots of people. Let's go there Mm -hmm. regardless of what money we want to spend. That was just not a good idea. I learned my lesson. We have a couple of pictures from it and <laughs> neither of us look happy. <laughs> it was a great place and the food was good. I got some tuna. Did we get wine too? We did get drinks and the drinks were everything that we ate there was good. Yeah. The problem was you said, okay, I let's was feeling go. cheap. <laughs> and I then felt guilty about spending that much money about this nice place that we went to. Yeah. It's a little hypocritical of me because if it was my idea, I wouldn't have cared. Well, I think that restaurant experience taught us a lesson. We have to decide if we both have to be on board with it. Yeah. And you're, you are right though. Like sometimes it's easier when you make the decision to spend that money Instead of me, because I spend that money very easily. Yeah. And part of the problem is, as you like you were talking about earlier, is just our budget. Like, yeah. We need to decide ahead of time before we go, we're going to spend this much money on the trip, kind of plan it out ahead of time so that when we say, okay, should we go spend $150 on dinner or whatever it was? Um I don't think it was that much. I don't know. I don't I can't remember. Even remember. It was. It's just it was a over, lot. It was over what we usually spend for any dinner. We need to be even able to nice say, dinner. like, look, we budgeted this much, and we still have plenty of money left, and we're here for two more days, and so let's let's spend what we budgeted, and then and then it's easy. I think part of the problem is I have too much Dave Ramsey in me, and so I. <laughs> I see spending money where I don't know where it's coming from. That That's the problem. And I think we even probably had a budget at that point. And I'm pretty sure we came in under budget. And Maybe th- not from that dinner. I think it's just, it was more my mindset of worrying about where the money was coming from. Yeah, but we, we did have a budget. Yeah, and so I was just not thinking rationally about but that. this is where you're good for me, is that we didn't need to spend it. And we could have chosen to maybe do something else, but we... There wasn't a lot of other things that we could do in the time that we had free. And so we didn't kayak in the San Francisco Bay like I would have loved to have done. We didn't have that time. So I was trying to find other things. And I just thought it would this would be fun to go do together. But you're right. We are Dave Ramsey's people. If you've ever heard of him, he does Financial Peace University. We can do a whole podcast on it. Um, but well, we're not Dave Ramsey's people. No, we don't <laughs> work for him. We just... Um, well, yeah, but I mean, have you even taken it? Taking the financial peace class? I paid for it. I didn't actually take it. Yeah. You have instructed right. me so but well I've done, that... I've done it a lot, and and I agree CDs with... back here in our office. No, they're in the, they're in the free books pile that oh you gosh. got rid of. 
Yeah, and I think like what we could do when we're budgeting is that we could just say we're going to budget for one nice dinner, and it's okay that we spend X amount of dollars on something that's nice. Or we can choose to use it a different way, but let's just say one really nice dinner at a fancy restaurant when we go someplace new is expected. And just put it in the budget and then be happy with it. Yeah, and just be okay. Um, But we've gotten better. I think that that one was hard, and I had a problem with it. I actually felt really guilty afterwards for spending that money in that way. And so yeah, we may not budget in the future. No, but I think you felt guilty because of the way I reacted to it. Yeah, if you don't- had I had I been like, yeah, it's totally okay. It's in our budget. You know, you yeah. would have been just fine with it. Yeah, I would know? have been. And I just don't want to be a disappointment to you. Yeah, but I think I was wrong more than you. Yeah. So, lesson learned, we'll move forward and we just need to Make sure we communicate about it and Mm -hmm. we're both on the same page and we both want to do it. Yeah, that was a big lesson. That was a good one. I was thinking our San Diego lesson too with my involvement in our planning. Yeah, I feel like we we could do a whole session on San Diego and how it taught us to travel better together. Yeah. That would be, yes, that could be a whole podcast in itself. It would be an interesting show. Yes. And here I started this not even remembering we went to San Diego. (laughs) I think that we might actually just delay Boston until the next episode. Yeah, we're running long already. We were planning to talk about both San Francisco and Boston. Because we didn't think we would talk enough about it. Yeah. But, but we ended up talking about it. This is already a long episode. So I think it'd probably be better if we just stop this one mm-hmm. and then just do episode three next week instead of waiting. Yeah, to be continued. Weeks. You'll have to come back and listen to us again. Yep. But in the meantime, you can go to our website funktravels.com that's right leave us a a comment we're still working on the website it's not perfect yet but it's coming together yep i think we like it katie's putting a lot of cool stuff on there yeah well you're helping me since you can do all the back work i just say jason i want it to look like this yeah like i can do that because i'm a software legend (laughs) (laughs) inside joke um we have a facebook page Mm -hmm. we do so that's a new thing this week is we have a facebook page you can asked to join. It's a private group. Like you actually have to request to join our group. Um, it won't just be public for anyone to just like. We can ask questions in the future about things that you think, or we can post updates that we're doing on the website. When we post new blogs, we can put it on there. Or if we have a new podcast episode, we can we can post the show notes and let you know that those are coming. But it's like our little private community. Yeah, it would be a little bit more, it's just a little bit more private than just having I think it's so private that I'm not even a part of it. Actually, I did ask. Oh, yeah. I have to add at least one person to start our group. So, babe, you and I, we are in this Facebook group It's so private that nobody else is part of it. Yeah. Like we said, we hadn't shared our first podcast with other people, but we will be sharing our first podcast maybe this week, and then we'll have the next one coming out soon. Yeah. So um, we'll have show notes and you can, we'll link to all of our places that we went to in San Francisco. So if you're curious about um, the flying falafel um, or if you want to know more about David Ramsey's um, Financial Peace University, we'll have that in there. Yeah. Sounds good. Next week, Boston. Boston. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for joining in.